What's going on, guys? This is Bryson Johnson. Hey, it's Taylor Mitrioff. And you're listening to the Betterment Podcast. So, we are on part two of our anxiety episode, talking about all sorts of things to do with anxiety. And uh, what was the thing we talked about in the first episode to give a little recap? To a little recap. Yeah, we were talking about like, so part one, uh, if you didn't catch, it was all about like, so general anxiety and what you know, what's the difference between just feeling anxious in life and having like an anxiety disorder? And also we were talking a little bit about like tips and how to like, how to work through some of those things too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, we talked a lot about coupons. Oh, big, big, you got to talk about coupons. Got to talk about coupons. It's an important issue. I think that, um, in regards to world, uh, world things that happen, you know, if if you, if you, if I were to talk about world events, right. Like some, something bad happening, like, I don't know, with weather, you know, sure. Something crazy like a hurricane or something. I would also talk about coupons. Sure. It's like, you know, my my house blew away, mm-hmm. but I was able to save a dollar fifty on that milk at the store. Oh, we were oh, under the Dollarama um <laughs> right after uh we went to Subway. Oh, uh, for those get, for those oh. of you who don't remember the last podcast talked all about our Subway adventure. Uh yep. we had gone to um Dollarama right after Subway and um we figured out that if you go to Dollarama or any sort of dollar store to get your food or beverages, you're going to save at least like 2 to $3 per thing that you buy because, yeah. I mean, there was Lucky Charms um, uh, breakfast bars yeah. that, that came around that were $2. And if you were to get them at like Sobeys or, or Safeway or whatever type of uh, local market thing that you may have where sure. you live, um, they're usually like 4 to $5 for a package. And... Oh, I think I think Dollarama is definitely underrated in terms of grocery shopping. Um, oh yeah, like you're gonna get me heated right now. Oh man, because <laughs> like like the Pop Tarts. I mean, yeah, I'm an adult. Yeah, I live my own. Word. And I buy some Pop Tarts. Hey. Because I'm an adult. You're never too old to buy. Okay, first of all, if you're a child, you buy Pop Tarts because you're a child. Sure. If you're um, you know, a teen. You know, if you're doing, if you're, you're you're doing life and then you're like, oh, I want some pop darts. It's cool Boom. because you're a teenager. And then you're like, oh, I'm an adult and I have uh, a 401k, whatever. And sure. then uh, you're like, oh, I want some pop tarts because I'm an adult and I can buy my own things. I can do what I yeah, want. Buy my so own pop-tarts. no matter what time of life you're really in, you can get some pop tarts. Yeah. But you know, don't, don't go to like the, the local Sev, sorry, Seven Eleven, yep. or like. Safeway or whatever, and below all your money, you know, five dollars a box, six dollars a box. Are you kidding me? Rip. Go to Dollarama, get yourself a two dollar box. It's still Pop Tarts. We're not we're not talking name brand change, and just just enjoy those Pop Tarts because you deserve it. Live your life. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Alrighty, so today we're gonna be talking about um, performance anxiety and and how you know to get over it. You know what it is exactly and. Uh, you know, just like dealing with that sort of fear and anxiety and all sorts of fun stuff that comes with, yeah. you know, getting up on a stage or like in front of people. And, you know, if you're if you're in school and you're doing a perform or like not a performance, but like a speech or anything else, sure. you know, um, you want to start us off for today? Yeah, I was going to say like so. So we talk about it in, in the in past episodes, but like. So Bryce and I both are musicians and we've had, um, I mean, lots of experience of like playing on stage and playing in front of people, but also through our jobs, we also have to do presentations and we speak in front of people around mental health issues and, and whatever. Yes. So yeah, so totally right. It's like, do we get anxious doing this stuff? Yeah. 
Like, like I know that I know that I do those butterflies in the stomach, man. Butterflies, they get they get they get a little bit overwhelming, and it can be it can be scary, especially if especially oh if, especially if it's your first time being up on stage too. Sure. Like I remember um, getting real sweaty, getting real scared, uh, going up on stage for the first time ever, and like you get that like overwhelming heat like bouncing off your yeah. face and stuff you're like wow uh, there is heat coming out of places i didn't even know that heat could come out of and things are going crazy and uh yeah no no for sure and <laughs> and it's like you know here you are supposed to like perform or like whatever or like especially for playing like in a band you want to be like high energy yeah and that kind of feeling makes you want to just curl up in a ball and and run away it drains you man oh for sure it's exhausting especially especially if you have like you're getting ready for like a cd release or something where you've been building up to it for the last couple months like that worry and that fear is already like that's been creeping in for like two or three months (laughs) and then like it's all built up into that one day and then just you get up on that stage and like okay so for me actually the weird thing is like i have all that fear like all that worry and like those butterfly feelings in my stomach right before i'm about to go on stage and then, like, within 30 to, like, 40 seconds of me being on stage, I go from being really worried, really sick to my stomach, thinking to myself, holy crap, is my voice going to keep up? Or Because I, I was a vocalist when I was in a band for a long period of time. And thinking to myself, like, is my voice going to stand up? And, and I having all that fear and anxiety mm-hmm. of, like, wow, what if I just go up on stage, forget all the words, or my voice just stops working and I'm just done? And after 30 or 40 seconds, you're good to go. Because you start oh, for feeling... Sure. The crowd, you start feeling the energy off of people yeah. most of the time. Uh, that I have, <laughs> most of the time. I have played a few shows where there's literally no one or you're playing to the other bands on the, on the oh, show yeah. Yeah. or you're playing to your girlfriends in the audience and you're just like, hmm. Actually, I, I think if you're playing to the girlfriends, like that's not that bad because you're like, yeah, I'm just going to act right. cool and think like, you know, just. Act like this isn't a, just gonna make like sexy eyes at you while I'm like jamming, right? <laughs> Whereas when you're when you're, I think I honestly I get I get less fear the bigger the crowd is from from myself. Like oh, I'm, I'm I'm also like been doing this for half my life now, so it's sure. like I I get more so anxious and like I can't wait to get up on stage. Mm. I'm super stoked because that's where I I love I love being in front of people. I love I love you know doing the chatting or the. Yeah. the playing of the instruments or singing or whatever so the bigger the crowd for me the more energy that i get because i'm like man that's more people for me to show what i can do Mm -hmm. and you know give out all that energy and they give that energy back most of the time hopefully hopefully and um but they usually do they usually do yeah you know and it's funny like you're actually the second person that has had that theory to you or like that mindset is that like I've, i've talked to someone else that they like bigger crowds because so when you're on stage too usually there's like lights blaring at you yeah and if it's a bigger crowd you can only see like the first two rows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it actually in a weird way seems smaller where like a smaller gig you can kind of see everyone yeah um and so that freaks people out too but i i don't know i personally like smaller stuff because i feel it's a little more intimate mm-hmm. um which is also cool yeah but like i i guess for me like i get anxious driving to the venue or like a couple minutes before I go on, but usually like as soon as I get to the venue, like I'm just like in kind of like a like a work mode, right? And I just I just all that kind of goes away. Nervous bathroom um, breaks is that is that something that comes around too? It's been a thing. It's yeah. been a thing. Yeah, De- definitely for myself. I I tend to feel very nervous in the tummy, so I uh, I yeah 
need to take a break on my own there. And it's not a, it's not a, it's not the best feeling to have that, that worry and everything take over. Cause you're, you're stoked to play the show. I mean, you're obviously well, sure. in the band because you want to hopefully, you know, play some music and yeah. hopefully people are down for it, but. Cool. Yeah. So, okay. So when we feel this, mm-hmm. like, cause I think we have a very similar thing. Yeah. What do you do? Well, here's what helps for me. Cause this is actually a really cool little technique that I've used. And, um, I know that I've, I've told many other people that I've ever talked to who have asked about, you know, how to help with the whole nervousness on stage and everything. My whole thing is that like, if you're, for instance, if you're playing, if you're lucky enough to play a really big show and you're like, cool, I'm going to play uh, an arena right now. And you know, like could happen. You never know. Oh, sure. And you're playing in front of like 10,000 people and you see right up ahead of you. As soon as you get up on stage, there's a sea of people. And you have that worry where you're going to like catch eyes with someone. You're going to get distracted and you're going to get all nervous or like, if you're if you're a dude or dudette and you see like a guy or girl out there and you're like, oh man, that that person is attractive and they are now distracting me because I want to impress them or like they're just really pretty and handsome and I just don't know what to do with myself. Um, what I have found what's best for me is that I will look into the crowd, but I will never look specifically at someone. So I will look towards the crowd if it makes if I hope this makes sense. I'll yeah. look towards the crowd, but I won't actually look at anyone specifically. So what that does is that if you're on stage and you're looking out at the crowd, you're looking out there. So it doesn't you're not like looking yeah. at your feet. You're not like looking behind you or turning your entire body uh where your back is facing the audience. Where I've seen some people where they're like guitarists, I know I see a lot of them where um they'll be playing uh guitar and they'll turn towards their amp and then their back is towards the audience. Yeah. And you know for me I have found that if I face the audience and I look and I'm like, I have that confidence where I'm going to show you guys this is who I am. You know, I'm going to I'm going to sing on stage. I'm going to be that dude, but I'm not going to look at anyone specifically. I can still have that look of confidence. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm still thinking like, holy crap, I don't want to look at anyone in the eye because I don't, I don't want to get that judgment. I don't know if yeah. I'm going to like catch eyes with some like, you know pretty person or something and then all of a sudden you go uh oh <laughs> i forgot every word in the dictionary that's so funny it's actually um so one of my favorite bands um they're called ramstein uh so the, <laughs> i've never heard of that band no no like, what, type, what type of genre are they it's like german metal um their stuff is like all of my house i can <laughs> break it all out um but anyways the lead singer that's what he talks about is that he talks about that he is actually like he gets really nervous looking at people while mm-hmm. on stage. So he looks over their heads into like one point in the room. Yep. And exactly like you're saying. Yeah, exa- right? that's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. So you never focus on anyone specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done in the past where like if I'm trying to like screw around with a friend or something, I'll like I'll look out into the audience and then find them specifically and just stare them down where I'm doing <laughs> totally. like a really scary <laughs> vocal. So I'm like, rah, 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 and I'm just looking at them going, that's... That's, that's about you. That's about you. That yeah. <laughs> that really angry noise that makes no sense. Yeah. Is that you? Take that to the bank. Take it. Take it. Take it to the bank. Right. And, cash it and cash it for zero dollars and zero one cents. And live your life. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 for me. That's what's worked in the past when it sure. comes to being um being a dude on stage with a microphone. Um, yeah. When I have played drums, I have found that just by like focusing on my instrument and just like trying to get into the music and not necessarily focusing on who's watching i think is the is the most fun because if you can if you can surround yourself into the environment of 
the music and your band and you guys are all jamming out, having a good time. Just focus on the energy that is flowing out of you guys and don't focus on the crowd if that's what's making you nervous. Yeah. For me, that has helped a lot because it's allowed me to really just get into the music and like have a lot of fun. And there'll be times where I've literally been like shaking before we go on, on stage. You know, my hands are super sweaty and I'm like getting blisters on stage because I'm like, all my sticks are like slipping out and I have to constantly mm. like dry my hands on my pants because yeah. I'm just like, my hands are so sweaty from the nervousness. Um, and people will come up to me and be like, man, like, you look like you were so happy on stage. It's so sick that you enjoy that. And in my head, I'm like, uh, I was nervous as grab up there. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I did not want to look up at the crowd. Um, but like I said, as, as I've, as I've been doing this for the majority of my life, the more I've done it, the more I've loved it. So yeah, it depends on the sure. person, but if you are someone that's, you know, dealing with that, there, there are a couple different tactics. I like for you, my friend, Yes. what have you done? Because I know that you're a guitarist, you like to sing the song. Yep. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, do, 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 do. That's um, the new album. I just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> German Winnipeg uh, metal, right there. Yeah. Um, what do you do specifically when it comes to helping your stage anxiety? Or yeah. do you get, do you still get nervous when you're doing presentations at work or doing anything like that? Yes and no. Like um, some things make me nervous, but yeah, it's it's so like you said, like. The more, because I've done it so, so much, I'm like really comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. But also, if I'm having like a very stressful week and like there's just a lot going on in my personal life, then yeah, I'll be more anxious at like a presentation or um, at a show or something, right? Yeah. So, what I do, the things that I do, um, well, okay, so for presentations and playing on stage, I do a similar thing, but on stage, I do something a little bit different. Okay. So, either way, it's a very like meditative, um, kind of mindset where what I'm doing is I'm actually like grounding myself and I'm kind of blocking everything out. And then I'm, what I'm telling myself is like breathing in gratitude. And so I'm like breathing through my nose and breathing in like gratitude, just that I'm even at the venue or I'm at the place. And like, I'm just trying to acknowledge the cool things that are happening around me. I love that. And then I breathe out um, love and it's like breathing out love to the people that have showed up, the people that are even kind of like in the building or whatever. So it's like this constant flow of like breathing in gratitude for like what I'm doing and breathing out love to people and also love to myself for Mm -hmm. even being there as well. Right. So it's this constant flow of like good vibes, good vibes. Yeah. I don't know. So, you have to have those good vibes though. Especially whether whether you individually or you as a band or your work or whatever, like. I think I think bringing in some humor, bringing in some you know camaraderie between the people that you're working with, or if you're playing a band with, just I think that also helps people too. I know like with with my old band, we would go right before the set would would show, we'd start up, we'd have like this background music playing, it'd be like boom, 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 like crazy like dance music, yeah. And uh, we would go to the drum set, and uh, it would be me, the singer, uh, our bassist, guitarist, and then our drummer, and we'd all put our hands in the middle. And we do like three, two, one, whatever. And then we would like do like a chant and we'd like, we'd sit there and we'd say something. And what was funny is that I would, I would do like a little like motivational things like, you know what guys, like this is awesome. We're going to kick some butt tonight. It's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. And then I would forget that they have like, they have in-ears in. So in-ears where <laughs> they're cutting out all the rest of the sound around them and you can only hear what they're playing. So when I'm talking, they can't even hear what I'm saying anyway. So like. So me, funny. me saying the stuff, I'm like, I'm trying to pump my band up and they can't even hear it or whatever, right? Do the so, pep talk. Yeah, it's that's wicked. Yeah. It's funny, like we we do a pep talk as well. Um, very similar, just like hyping each other up and yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that we'll do before that is that so a couple of the members of the band that are actually um indigenous, mm-hmm. 
And so, um, so what we do is we actually do a very like indigenous, um, kind of like healing and connecting things. So it's called a smudge. And so you're burning sage. Um, and then, uh, you do it like from East to West. Um, and, and what it is for us is that it's a cleanse and it's like getting rid of all like bad vibes, but also kind of like good vibes too. And you just want to start fresh. Um, and then we'll all like do this smudge. Um, and like the cool thing about smudging is that there's no right or wrong way of doing it. You can just do it whatever feels right um and so for us that's like just a way to like cleanse but also connect to one one another Mm -hmm. um and just like just be in the moment um and then yeah then we'll hype ourselves up and just tear it up i like that that's what we do i like that i see you know that's that's why we're here that's why we're here you know i think i think what's cool about you know i i talk about this every podcast but you know like we do this thing where we talk about stuff that matters because it matters to us. We know it matters to other people. And we think that it's important because, you know, these are these are daily struggles, sometimes weekly struggles, whatever struggles that people go through, you know, all the time. And um, especially for young kids that are wanting to start a band or wanting to go out and perform and stuff. I know for myself, like when I was when I was younger, when I was in high school, I hated doing public speaking, even though I is one of my favorite things to do now. And, and I yeah. do like as part of like my quote unquote like job. But like, I remember when I was in high school or like junior high and stuff, I hated going up in front of crowds because I didn't like going up in front of kids that I knew were there. Like I knew they were making fun of me while I was doing it. So I was, I was always like super self-conscious where I was going to go up there no matter what I did, I was going to like be made fun of for it. And then as I got older and I started gaining the confidence in myself to say, you know, like screw it, I'm going to go up on stage. I'm going to have a good time and I'm going to do my best. And uh, that's the way it's going to be, you know? And, And I think that, the older you get, the more you start to realize that life life is <laughs> so corny. I'm going to get super corny here, <laughs> corn on the cop. Um, but life is super short and we only have so much time to really do what we want to do and enjoy our life and have fun and really just be ourselves. And I realized a long time ago that, you know, I'm going to go up on stage. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have, you know, this, this is going to be the only times that I'm going to have, you know, ever again, you know, I could, I could turn 30 tomorrow and all of a sudden, you know, like my entire, you know, I could, I could die, you know, like, and, and what, you know, what, what have I done if I decided that I didn't want to go after these things because I was so worried about what other people were going to think of me. Mm-hmm. And so a long time ago, I stopped worrying about, you know, people judging me while I was up there because I knew that I loved what I did. I knew that I, 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 there was a purpose behind what I did and someone needed to hear it in some form or fashion. So, you know, I, I hope that whatever whatever was talked about in this episode, I hope that helped um, someone out there that was going through uh, some sort of, you know, anxiety-filled yeah. fear or whatever else. Yeah. And, no, I think I like just that, you know, it's all about finding finding what you love to do and just and going for it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like, yeah, it's easier said than done. But yeah. but if if you can do it, it's going to feel so good and you're not going to regret it. And it's it's important to you, and that's what matters, right? Confidence comes from doing things consistently too, right? Like, yeah. if you have fear one time of doing something, that's okay. That happens sure. to everyone. But to get past that fear, um, I'm not saying like just oh, just buck up and do your yeah, thing, yeah. and you know, just that just <laughs> you'll you'll get it. Just you know, just suck it up. Um, for me, I I think that the the biggest thing in regards to gaining confidence and and losing you know any sort of uh, fear or anxiety towards something, especially if it's like public speaking, performing, whatever, 
just keep on doing it, you know, yeah. you know, honing your skills into a point where you feel so confident going up on stage that even if you make a mistake, even if you mess up a little bit, you can laugh it off and keep on going because you yeah. know within within yourself you have worked your butt off to get there and no matter what you're doing, even if you make a mistake, you feel like, "Hey, I'm a human. I made a mistake, but I'm having a good time and I'm doing mm-hmm. what I love and it's just it's awesome." And, and honestly, I'm, mistakes are good. Like yeah. it it makes it more personable. If if you're messing up, like you're not scripted, you're not a robot, you're right? More it's, human, you're more human, mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, and like I, I honestly love to mess up, and and I love to do the like self-deprecating humor, <laughs> and like people dig it, right? It's like I think there's a line <laughs> you don't want to go too <laughs> far, but you know, like just to being like, ah, oh, whatever, messed up, it's all good. Like yeah. people, it's kind of funny when people like expect you to be like, I don't know, like all professional and yada yada, and then you just crack a joke about how like you're really not, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it makes you more relatable mm-hmm. and it's easy to connect. Well, so. I know that I know that um, at the last show I ever played, um, I had upset some people um, that were like parents of uh, the bandmates. Uh, for my for my band and um because i had gone up there and like i was so stoked on what we were doing and i like i was just like so laid back and i was i was chill because we had done it like it was like a final show after like six seven years of being a band and whatever and i was going up there and i was i was dropping a few f-bombs here and there and mm. at one point i i did ask the crowd to tell my best friend to basically i said you know everyone tell tyler to f off and so <laughs> I said three, two, one, and then f off, Tyler. And I, one of the best things I've ever done in my life was was that thing, and I'm so That's sad so we funny. never got it on on a video camera or whatever. But um, there is there is such a thing as getting a little bit too comfortable with you know being a little willy nilly on stage, and yeah. you know I could I could have probably laid laid back on on some of the f bombs, but uh, but hey, they remembered yeah. they did remember, <laughs> and it was a good time. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, once again, guys, I want to just thank everyone for checking us out. Um, we're, we've been, we've been doing this, like I said, we've been doing this podcast for a couple of weeks now and we're having a great time. Um, I've been, I've been getting to know Taylor over the last, uh, you know, half a year. So I, I think we, we met probably what, like May, June. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It's good. And, it's going uh, good. Yeah, uh, Taylor's become a very, uh, very close friend of mine very quickly. Um, he's so nice. and, uh, I'm very stoked to be able to do this with him because he's a great man. A uh, great person to have around, and uh, as you guys have already been able to tell, he's a very intelligent human being when it comes to basically everything that comes with you know everything. He's a what very are you smart talking man. About? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to make him blush from across the way here. Oh yeah, um, my face is on fire. <laughs> he's so nice. <laughs> this guy, he's just the best. We need to send Bryson some love. Um, Can we do like a like a one two three? Love you, Bryson. Love you, Bryson. F you, Bryson. <laughs> no, <laughs> gosh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, like like I said, guys, we really appreciate everyone that's uh, checked us out. I would hope by this point, um, I believe this is this is episode five now. Um, I would hope yeah. that we'd have at least like two or three people. We have we have That'd a certain we have a certain special individual in the room that uh, oh. is listening to us record this right now, Whoa. and uh, we're getting really cool feedback, and we hope that. Um, that's, that's the first of many people to hopefully give some positive feedback towards what we're doing. Cause you know, like I said, we're, we're really stoked to be able to do this. Um, I'm really stoked to be able to have a good friend of mine, um, you know, that wanted to be a part of something so cool and to be able to add so much to it. Cause this man is, is incredibly smart and has so many crazy, crazy, cool ideas and stuff. And I'm just, I'm just very fortunate to be in the, in the presence of. He's just so nice. He does so many <laughs> cool things, and he always hypes me up. Like, ah, we got we to gotta give this guy some loving. Yeah. 
easy thinking. Oh, so, yeah. uh, any last words before we uh, end off this episode for today, my friend? I mean, as always, I like I like to just throw this in. Like, if there's anything you want to hear from us, you want you want us to talk about something, you want us to even, um, I don't know, like review something. I, I don't know. The the possibilities are endless. Whatever you want, you let us know. We'll think about it. We'll try to make it happen. Hit because, us up on social. Yeah, hit us up. Do on the old. Um, I don't know whatever we're doing. But if you're looking, if you're looking to find us on the social medias, um, you can find us on the Facebook. Um, the Facebook. We'll be creating um, a Facebook page for the Betterman Podcast. Um, but we also have personal Facebooks. If you're looking totally. to talk to us in person, um, mine is Bryson Johnson on Facebook as well as on Instagram. Um, Taylor, what is your? It's like T. Dimitriov. So yeah. good luck with that last name, but. Uh... <laughs> don't worry t, well, t the letter or no it's like t-e-e because ah. i'm trying to be really cute about it oh right <laughs> For, to be fair i like I'm, I'm not even gonna lie the, the before i'd even met taylor because we had started talking over instagram and uh we were talking about like getting getting him a copy of my book and stuff and i didn't know his first name so i thought his <laughs> i legitimately thought his name was t so i, well, that's, I that's came fair. i came here and then eventually learned that his name was taylor and i was like he is not t taylor he's no, go for tea it's yeah whatever it's all good but i think what's also good is that like you know what we'd also really appreciate is that if you you wanted to send us a message and even be like hey whatever you know i listened to your podcast something you said really connected with me we would love to hear that stuff because mm-hmm. it would just you know a it would make our world and b um if it, let us know too if we can even like recite that stuff on the next episode like we would Word. love to share that you know oh, with people and oh so cool it'd be a dream um, and even if you have like construction, constructive criticism, or, yeah. you, or even if you hate us and you totally. have no, uh, nothing else better to do in your life to, but to like listen to our podcast and just like <laughs> find things to hate and you want to like message us about that. I mean, hey, like, let us know. Like, let us be know. like, you know, I'm so, I, I love my $5 Pop Tarts. <laughs> don't, don't make fun of me for spending a little extra on that Pop Tart. Those Lucky Charm bars. We, we want to know. And if you tell us to get them anywhere but Sobeys. i love it anyways guys thank you very much for checking us out once again my name is bryson johnson i'm taylor dimitrio this is the betterment podcast thank you very much we'll talk to you guys later love you guys